Marie here. Welcome to another episode of The Little Drummer Girl. I am so stoked and excited today because I have one of my favorite bands in the house. Joe Dickens, the drummer of Iration. He's been drumming with Iration since 2004. Iration is an alternative reggae group consisting of musicians formed in Isla Vista, California, a deep-rooted reggae and influenced with elements of rock and pop, which creates smooth, original sound. In 2008, they released their second EP, Sample List, and debuted as the third top-selling reggae album worldwide on iTunes. They released their second album in March of 2010, Time Bomb. So without further ado, let's get Joe on the line. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I know that you're doing two shows back-to-back here in St. Petersburg, and you're on the road, so I know your time is really slim. But thank you again for joining us. No worries. Since we're short on time, do you mind if we just jump right in? Sure, absolutely. Okay, cool. Tell me, how old were you when you first started drumming? Uh, I mean, probably like 12. Like, I uh, originally started playing guitar and um, was in like a little band with some friends in Florida before I moved to Hawaii. And I just, whenever we were on a break, I'd jump on the kit and just thought it was way more fun than guitar. And then uh, after moving to Hawaii uh, around 12 years old, didn't play any music for my entire high school life, basically. And then as soon as I uh, moved to Santa Barbara to go to college, a couple of my buddies from high school just started jamming and there was a drum kit and I was the guy to get on the drums. So that was basically the start. (laughs) That's so cool. So did you find it hard adjusting from life on an island in Hawaii to the California lifestyle? Not really, honestly, because Santa Barbara, California is similar to Hawaii in a lot of ways. It's got the mountains right there, the ocean. It's warm. It's a small town vibe, which is is like Kona and uh, most towns in Hawaii. So it was pretty easy. Nice. Do you go back to Hawaii a lot? I try to go back as much as possible. My family is there. So, you know, whenever I'm out on the road touring or recording, that's my main goal is to go see my family, basically. Do you surf? I do surf. I love surfing. It's uh, a great outlet aside for music. I think they kind of go hand in hand, music and surfing. It's nice to have that uh, outlet when you get off the road. Cool. Who were some of your mentors as far as the inspiration for your musical uh, talent? I'd say Black Uhuru, Sly and Robbie, the rhythm section, drum and bass. You know, growing up in Hawaii, reggae is basically the only thing you listen to over there. Bob Marley, all that was amazing. And then Ukla the Mock was definitely a big influence. Pepper, just those styles of drumming were pretty influential, I'd say, as far as our sound goes. That's so cool. So when you said you started playing when you were in California, is this the band that you're with now, or how did you end up with Iration? It was an old member of Iration who ended up leaving the band and the keyboardist for Revolution. So it was like those two guys and me, basically, it was two guitars, Rory on uh, guitar and our buddy Catlin, who is our current keyboarder's brother, who uh, left the band to start a family. And then Rory obviously went to Revolution, and we just gained members from there. Basically, uh, Micah and Adam came on, Kyra Disky, who also left the band, basically people from high school in Hawaii that we grew up with. That's so cool. Do you read music, or is it just all by ear? When you play? No, I cannot read music. <laughs> I've honestly okay. only had like 
three lessons and uh, it's all ear. I had to learn everything on the go. I'm still learning constantly. I hear you. <laughs> Music, it's, man, it's, just, it's like math. It's just never ending and there's always something new to learn. It's uh, pretty Absolutely. amazing. Do you write songs with the band? Yeah, I do. I mean, lyrically, I don't really touch that. I leave that up to the Micahs. They're kind of the masterminds behind the lyrics and the chord structures and all that. But uh, as far as the drum beats go, I kind of just serve the song. Like, you know, we all get in a room together and we basically start from scratch. Or Micah has an idea of some chords and like a little a verse or something. And we'll basically just take it from there. And whatever the vibe is, that kind of determines the sound of the rhythm and the drums and stuff. I love that. Yeah. Have you ever had any embarrassing moments on stage? And if so, what was it? <laughs> Every night. <laughs> <laughs> Every night, of course. Yeah, there's always a little flip up here and there. But I mean, for the most part, crowd doesn't notice unless it's like a, a big time thing. I mean, a couple years ago, I uh, right when we basically wrote Reelin', um, I think we were in New York and I completely missed one of the changes and it just the whole band stopped and turned around and I was just like uh, it, was, it was really it was really awkward and I I felt like crap and never did that again so you know you obviously learn from your mistakes but um you know we try to keep the I try to keep the big blunders uh down to a minimum you know I hear you you know it's just Definitely. one of those things I don't think anybody could ever you know not have something yeah. happen to them during a performance it's just yeah, yeah, it can be slightly traumatizing. That's why you, you know, you're like, I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> figure out where I went wrong and you, yeah, just do better the next time. I hear you. You have a uh, six-piece, do you still have a, the six-piece uh, Ludwig Vista Light set? I do. I do. What do you, tell us something that you love about it. Like, why, why, you, why did you choose that set? Because it's, I mean, it's a legendary kit in music and it's a vintage kit. It's a 1970s, so it has a sort of feel to it and the acrylic makes this just loud and warm punchy sound that is kind of untouchable it's sort of in its own category of drums like the, ever since i got it i'd get a compliment every day about the, the sound out front it's just an insane kit i got it from a buddy uh greg who used to be a drummer in nashville and uh he basically gave me a deal i couldn't you know pass up and i swooped the kit and i've never looked back <laughs> that's cool so what did you play before that I had a, a Yamaha, and it was a, uh, I think it's an Absolute Custom Birch, like a 10, 12, 14 tom, and a uh, 22 kick. Super warm, good good drum set, easy to tune, you know, basically an industry standard for drum kits. Very sweet. What would you say was the, the big moment where you guys got catapulted into the, uh, the big time? Like, what, what was the big break? Uh, I'd have to say that the Time Bomb album really kind of gave us a push. I mean, sold a lot of copies and we had most of our, our most um, sort of I iconic and outlasting songs that uh, really kind of built our fan base and created our sound around that. And I think that kind of got us to the next level with, you know, some of the tracks on that album. I mean, starting with Falling first uh, previously, but Time Bomb really gave us a push, I think. So was did a label come approach you guys to to cut the albums or did you self publish them first or how did that work? We, we did everything ourselves. Uh, didn't really get approached. I mean, I think we shopped around to a few different places, but we wanted to keep it under our own label. So we just created our own own label called uh, Three Prong Productions. Sweet. And um, we've kept it all in house basically. That's awesome. 
just goes to show that you can get there self-publishing and, you know, pushing yourself out there and getting everything recorded yourself. It's just amazing what you can do today, which you really couldn't do 20 years ago. I mean, it was really hard to do. Absolutely. So um, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you use social media? Have you found that that's helped you guys a lot? Absolutely. Them? Social media has been uh, paramount, I think, in us kind of being on an upward path. And, you know, with uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. We have a, a tech guy who works on all of our social media and basically times all these ads and, you know, all of our publicity and stuff. So it works out. And, you know, that's basically how we get all of our information out there is through social media. Beautiful. And what are some of the, uh, the names? That, is it just Iration? What are the taglines so that I can actually put them, the links in the show notes for them to reach out to you guys out there? Basically at Iration. Yep. Cool. All right. I know you have a new single, uh, Borderlines. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Borderlines is, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's a different sound for us. It's a little bit more of a kind of rocky thing, um, but we never wanted to, when we get in the studio, we don't have any, we, we don't say we're going to write a reggae song. We just write a song, whatever comes out, comes out, you know. And Borderlines came out and it, uh, you know, it's kind of a, you can take it however you want, but it's, I guess it's sort of a play on what's going on today in uh, America and around the world with um, just people being displaced or, um, you know, in a bad situation, I guess. I hear you. Uh, they can pick a copy of that up on uh, iTunes or is that the best place I don't for them think, to go? Yeah, it would be on iTunes. I'm not sure if it's actually available yet, but yeah iTunes. Okay. I will try to find that and put a link on the show notes for that as well. So tell me, are you ready for the 11-stroke roll rapid-fire interview? Um, as ready as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess. All right, here we go. Spender or saver? Um, say that again, I'm sorry. Spender or saver? Uh, spender, for sure. Car or motorcycle? Car. Favorite food? Uh, mac and cheese. Favorite size drumstick? 5B. How many breakfast sticks would you say you use on a tour? Uh, two. Favorite person to hang out with? Uh, my mother. Favorite thing to do when you're not working? Surfing. Favorite tour? Oh, man. Well, we've been touring for 10 years, and honestly, I think this summer with the Sounds of Summer Tour was slightly stupid. J-Bug and the Movement was probably one of the most fun and best tours we've ever been on just because it was summer, the vibes were right, we had all of our buddies, you know, the shows were awesome. We were playing an hour set every night, so we were just playing the, the fire heater songs, and it was just a blast. Oh, that sounds fun. Favorite travel spot? Uh, Hawaii. Your favorite genre of music to listen to when you're not at work? Mm, I'd say rock and roll. And what is your biggest pet peeve? Bad drivers. <laughs> I agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joseph, thank you for playing along. Tell me... Um, you are playing two shows back-to-back -back yesterday and today. Is that something that you guys do often? Not very often, only in certain markets. St. Pete, we've just recently started doing back-to-back -back shows, I think maybe over the last couple of years, <clears throat> because the market's grown and it's been so big, and St. Pete is a great market for a lot of bands. So that's definitely one of the first places we did back-to-back -back shows, aside from a couple of places in California. Oh, that's so cool, because I, I rarely ever hear that, so I was really happy to see that you guys do that. That was very cool. Yeah, so very, very, we feel very blessed, and uh, we're thankful to be able to have this opportunity. So where are you guys headed next? We got the day off tomorrow, and I think we're going to go to Jack's Beach, 
have a beach day. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to relax. I think half the guys are going to golf. Half of us are going to try and get in the ocean. And Very yeah, cool. That's about it. So when does the tour end? It ends on the 18th of November. Um, we, we play in Arizona, and then we head over to Del Mar in California, and that's our last show. And we're back to Santa Barbara, and then, you know, maybe a week off, and then we got to get back in the studio, finish a few more songs, and then it's vacation time for everybody. Nice. So you think the album will be out early next year? Yes. Yes, that is what we're shooting for. No, no date yet, but uh, we're definitely trying to wrap it up and get it out there for sure. Cool. Definitely let me know so that I can definitely let them know and put a link to it so that they can grab a copy firsthand. Absolutely. So tell me, Joseph, I know if, um, if you could change anything and do it over again, is there anything differently that you would have done in the business or if you have any advice that you can offer to those listening who are looking to really catapult themselves into the industry that maybe you can yeah. offer them? I'd say as far as uh, an individual and uh, as a musician, I'd say work on your craft, take music lessons, try and get better, try and be the best drummer, guitar player, whatever you can be. You know, that's one thing I've, I've had to deal with as far as like us getting to bigger and bigger level over the years is trying to keep up with the pace of the uh, musicality and just, you know, be as good as the level at the level we're at. Awesome. That's really fantastic advice. Thank you so much. I love that. For sure. Well, Joe, it looks like our time is almost up for today. Again, I want to thank you for being here. It really means the world to me. I really, really, really appreciate that. No worries. That was awesome. Of course. It was my pleasure. I had a great time. Uh, never had a, such a fun drum interview. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Well, I wish you a lot of luck on the show tonight, and I look thank forward you. to seeing you guys out there. And if you ever need anything here in the St. Pete Clearwater area, just drop me a line. Will do, and I'll, I'll see you tonight. Have a great one. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. To you lovelies out there listening, be sure you check out the link in the show notes, and don't forget to also pick up a copy of his latest single. And please be sure to subscribe, and if you like this episode, please share it on your social media channels. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, FM Player, Google Play, TuneIn, and at the website, www.littledrummergirl.com. And while you're there, be sure to get a copy of the Ultimate Travel Checklist and never leave another thing behind when you hit the road. Remember, it's never too late to begin to live the life of your dreams. So rock on and rock out, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Ciao for now.